Father, we come before you this morning with reverence, with a sense of awe of how good you are. We look to your word now. We look into the perfect law of liberty, and it not only has set us free, but it keeps us free. We thank you that there's freedom, there's liberty in the word, and there is freedom, and there is liberty in the Holy Ghost. For you said in your word that now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we thank you that the spirit of the Lord is not only among us. The spirit of the Lord is not only upon us. But the spirit of the living God is on the inside of us. So we declare boldly that we have been liberated and we walk in continued freedom for the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Continually keeps us free, continually quickens us, continually gives us the wisdom that we need. And Lord, we praise you now for it in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. amen, amen. You may be seated. Now, we're going to be having communion at the end of the service today. Uh, but I want to speak to you while on the subject under and over. Under and over. There are several things in the Word of God that if you will act upon and get under, it will put you over. Now, I don't know whether this is going to turn into a series today or not. But I want to talk to you about under the shadow of the Almighty. Under the shadow of the Almighty. So let's look at 2 Timothy, the third chapter, and notice with me in the first verse. 2 Timothy chapter 3 says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. And of course it goes on to list some of the characteristics of those that are living in the flesh or living outside of the covenant, even sometimes Christians. And we won't take time to rehearse that. I want you to pay particular attention to the word perilous times. The word perilous times means troublesome. It means dangerous. It means harsh. It means fierce. And it means savage. So in these last days, we have seen the manifestation of peril. Amen. But also in these last days, we are seeing the manifestation of God's glory. And so it is very important for us then to be on the right side and to be living for God. You know, if you will draw near to God on a regular basis, He will draw near to you. Now, I believe that you and I have the ability and the awesome privilege of being held in the palm of his hands. And we have been given the awesome, awesome, glorious grace of being kept completely safe. Now I want you to look at Psalms 4 and notice with me in verse 8. Psalms 4 and verse 8. Notice this with me. The psalmist is saying, I will both lay me down in peace. You know, it's good to go to bed in peace. It's not a good thing to go to bed with things on your mind other than him. Amen. I think the reason why a lot of people have nightmares is because what they've been thinking upon before they go to bed. Just lock into some scriptures as you're laying on your bed. Lift your voice up to God. You can do it silently. You can do it quietly. Lifting your heart up before the Lord. 
So it is the will of God for us to have a peaceful life and a peaceful sleep. So I will both lay me down in peace and what are you going to do? Sleep. Sleep. Sleep's a good thing. Now, not necessarily in church. But sleep is a really good thing. Amen. I will both lay me down in sleep and peace and sleep. Now, notice with me this last phrase. For you, Lord. For you, Lord. For you, Lord. You, Lord only. Only the Lord will make us to dwell in safety. Notice with me that phrase, dwelling in safety. The Good News Translation says, He keeps me perfectly safe. You alone, Lord, keep me perfectly safe. So we see from the text today that the world is a perilous place. But oh, thank God there is a secret place for such a perilous place. And that's what I want to look at here for a moment. The secret place is the right place for you. The secret place is the right place for me. In Psalms 91, and we notice in verse, 20, uh, verse 1, Psalms the 91st, and the first verse says, He that dwelleth. That word dwells there means to lodge. It means to live. It carries with the thought of a permanent place that we are to abide. It's not a place that we are to visit occasionally. No, thank God, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. You know who the Most High is, don't you? The Most High is El Elyon. The devil is the most low. But thank God you've been raised up together and made to sit together in Christ Jesus by the Most High. Hallelujah. His name is El Elyon. Amen. Shall abide, shall live, shall dwell. Now notice, under the shadow of the Almighty. Now the word secret in the Hebrew literally means a covering. It means a shelter. It means a hiding place. It means a secret place. It is secret to the enemy, but it is not secret to a believer. The secret place of the Most High is something that you have access to 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Glory to God. The best thing you can do is get there and live there and stay there. Amen. One commentator said this. In the secret place of the Most High, spoken probably in reference to the Holy of Holies, he who enters legitimately there shall be covered with the cloud of God's glory. The protection of the all-sufficient God. He goes on to say, This was the privilege of the high priest only under the law. But under the new covenant, all believers in Christ Jesus have boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus and those who thus enter are safe from every evil. Hallelujah. Is that you? Somebody says, well, you never know what might happen. You never know what the Lord might allow. No, you know 
what will happen if you'll stand on the word of God. You know what the Lord will do. He will always do things in line with his word for you. As a matter of fact, he is committed to you. And he said, I will watch over my word to perform it on your behalf. Oh, thank you, Lord. Now notice verse 8 in the amplified version of this psalm. Verse 8. This is one of the results of living in this place. Let's read it together. Ready? Read. Only a spectator shall you be, yourself inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High, as you witness the reward of the wicked. Now notice with me, inaccessible there means to be unable to be reached. You are unreachable, unreachable. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. The wicked one shall not be able to touch you because you are out of reach and you are unapproachable where he is concerned. Now let's go back to verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Now let's talk about this one. Under the shadow of of the Almighty, under the shadow. The word shadow there means under His protection, under His shade, or under His defense. Under the shadow of the Almighty means this. He is over us. He is covering us, and He is protecting us. It also means that the enemy can't get to you because to get to you, he's got to go through God first. And Brenda already quoted it. Greater, hallelujah, is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Oh, thank you, Lord. Verse 4 now says, He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings shall you trust. So when you get in this place called secret, when you abide under the shadow of the Almighty, make certain that you keep your faith activated. Amen. Now notice, His truth shall be your shield and His truth shall be your buckler. So the picture is this, that we are under His wings. He's hovering over us. He is covering us. You know, the question is oftentimes asked by insurance people that are selling life insurance policies and even health insurance policies. The question is often asked, are you covered? Amen. Are you covered? Well, you are covered in Christ Jesus. You are covered in the secret place because you're under the shadow of the Almighty. And if you're not covered right now, I exhort you to get on God's life insurance policy and get in God's health assurance. Amen. Oh, I want you to see it this morning. Before we receive communion, I want you to see it, that there's a power covering you. There's a power hovering over you. Hovering over your family, hovering over your state, hovering over your nation. Thank God we are covered in Him. Now notice with me in Psalm 17. 
And notice the eighth verse. Psalm 17 verse 8 says this. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. There's two things here that are so wonderfully put here. Number one, we are the apple of his eye. And number two, we are hidden under the shadow of his wings. Which means because he values us so much that he gave so much and purchased us with his own blood. Then not only does he get us out of darkness and bring us into the kingdom of God, but he keeps us out of darkness and away from the law of sin and death. How many of you know that there's a law of sin and death in the world? Amen. But thank God we are not of this world. Say it with me, I'm not of this world. You know, we are living in the world, but literally we are not of the world. Because someone from another world, someone from another world came into our world and became as we were and gave his life a ransom for all so that when we received him, we could become as he is. Oh, glory to God. And so this great soteria, this great salvation, yes, it takes you out of sin into righteousness, but it also takes you out of disease into divine health. It takes you out of poverty and lack into abundance. It takes you out of depression and sorrow into the joy of the Lord. Woo, glory to God. Some of you may have to say this morning, as the wind was blowing and you felt the rain coming on your house or wherever you live, you might have needed to say, the joy of the Lord... Come on, somebody. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Or how about this one? Thank God this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. I'm going to stir myself up. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to be glad in it. Glory to God. I'm a child of God. I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Amen. Whoo. Well, like Dad Hagen says, I've done it again. I've already preached myself happy. Thank you, Lord. This is my second service this weekend. I'm ready to go on to four this weekend. Hallelujah. You know, I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to the house of the Lord. I was glad when the saints started praising God. Amen. Amen. So now notice with me, he has kept us as the apple of his eye. His eye is on the sparrow. He's hidden me under the shadow of of his wings. So the idea here is that of a mother bird shielding her young chicks from predators, from the elements, and from the dangers by gathering them under her wings. In Psalms, the 36th Psalm, and in the seventh verse, notice this with me. He said, How precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men shall put their trust under the shadow of your wings. Hallelujah. And then Psalms 57, verse 1. Notice this verse with me. Let's read it together. The 57th Psalm in the first verse, and I don't think I gave it to him up there, but let's read together. And you don't need to read the chief musician and stuff. Let's start with be merciful. Amen. Ready, read. 
Be merciful unto me, for my soul trusts in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. Oh, thank God for his faithfulness to keep us, to protect us, and to look after us. Amen. You know, the Lord is just looking for people he can bless. He's just looking for people he can protect. His eyes run to throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of those whose hearts are loyal to him, whose hearts trust him, whose hearts are completely bought in and sold in to him. Now let's look back at verse 1 of Psalms 91. We're breaking this verse down. Everyone say, under the shadow. Under the shadow of the Almighty. So again, he that dwelleth, he that lodgeth, he that liveth in the secret place of the Most High, El Elyon, shall abide, now notice, under the shadow of the Almighty. Now don't forget for one moment whose shadow you're under. You are under the shadow of the Almighty. Now the word Almighty there is Shaddai. The word Shaddai, El Shaddai, literally means this, the all-sufficient one, eternally capable of being all that his people will ever need. Amen. So now notice with me, you've got El Elyon, Most High, and El Shaddai working together. You got the Most High who has lifted you up and then you got El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one, when you're under his shadow, is more than more than enough to meet your need and all of his people's needs simultaneously. Woo! Glory to God. Now what that means is this. God is no respecter of persons. Amen? He doesn't love Brother Copeland more than he loves you. He doesn't love Jesse Duplantis more than he loves you. He does not love T.D. Jakes more than he loves for you. He is the same all-sufficient God for you that he is for everybody. Oh, amen. What that does is that puts us all on the same plane or on the same place. He's no respecter of persons, but listen to this. He is a respecter of our faith. He is a respecter of our trust as we exercise our faith in him by dwelling in this secret place and saying of the Lord, you're my refuge. You're my fortress. My God in you do I trust. He then sees to it that all of his covenant rights and privileges are in and on your account. Amen. Amen. Say it with me, my God. God. He's no respecter of persons. He loves me. His hand is upon me. He's more than enough for me. Lift your hands and say, Lord God, you are the all-sufficient one. You're more than enough. And then going quickly to a couple more scriptures, Isaiah chapter 4.
Notice with me in verses 4 through 6, and I'm going to read this, I believe, from the Amplified Version. Again, the thought in mind, we are under, and because we are under His shadow, that means He is over us. When you get under Him, He's over you, and also puts you over the things that come against you. Amen? Now notice in Isaiah chapter 4, He says, And the Lord has washed away the moral filth of the daughters of Zion, pride, vanity, haughtiness, and has purged the bloodstains of Jerusalem from the midst of it by the spirit and blast of judgment and by the spirit and blast and burning and sifting. Verse 5, it goes on to say, And the Lord will create. Here's what I want you to see. The Lord has created or the Lord has provided over the whole site, over every dwelling place. Now, this specifically is talking about the children of Israel, but bringing it over into the New Testament, the Lord has created something special over everyone who dwells in the secret place. Every place, every place of Mount Zion and over all her assemblies. Oh, I love this. A cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. Read the rest with me. For over all the glory shall be a canopy, a defense, a divine love, and divine protection. Does that help you like it helps me? I love that phrase. For over all, over all that dwell in the secret place, over all that are serious about their communion with Him, over all His glory shall be a canopy, a defense of divine love and protection. Notice with me in verse 6. Are you ready to shout? If you're not ready to shout, get ready. In verse 6. And there shall be a pavilion for shade in the daytime from the heat. Oh, thank God. Going through any fiery tests and troubles in the daytime. He provides shade. And for a place of refuge and a shelter from storm and from rain. The question I have for you this morning is, are you feeling the heat? Well, he has put you under his shadow. And then in closing, turn me to Isaiah 25. Isaiah, the 25th chapter. Are you getting anything out of this this morning? I just dropped by to exhort you a little bit, teach you a little bit, get you primed for the new year. Amen. Walk in Him, live in Him, live for Him, live in His protection, and enjoy your life in 2017. I prophesy that 2017 is going to be the best year I've ever had. 2017 is going to be the best year you've ever had. 2017 is going to be the best year this church has ever had. Amen. Hallelujah. More. There's more. There's more. How many of you have ever felt in your spirit that there's just more? There's more. Yesterday, I did a pastoral installation service out in Tracy, California. My good friend, Pastor Ralph Frugaletti, who served faithfully here from 1982 to 1992, was very, very instrumental in laying a great foundation along with others on staff on the Ministry of Helps and Teaching and Preaching. And Pastor Paul Brown, his faithful assistant, who is has been installed as the pastor there. Had the privilege of being there. The house was full, praise God. Got to preach and lay hands on him. It was just a glorious time. 
But I got this word in my spirit, and I didn't have a chance or an opportunity, rather, to give it out for Pastor Ralph. And the word I got was more, more. And I saw a couple doors, like a door of utterance, that there was more for him to do, even though he had resigned his position. How many of you know you may resign a position, but you never retire? I said, you may resign a position, but you never retire from service. And Pastor Ralph, Brother Ralph knows that. that. And so I just got my spirit to just tell him, I I know that you have some things in your spirit. I know that by listening to you. And I said, there's more for you. And I see some, I see a door or two of utterance. Amen. Well, you know, the same thing applies to you. The same thing applies to me. God has always got more for his people. There's always more. Simply because he's just more than enough. And he's able to do exceeding, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Infinitely beyond our highest thoughts, hopes, dreams, or prayers. According to God's power that's at work in us. Everyone shout, there's more. God's got more. God's got great doors for me to go through. And so because there is more and because there are doors to go through, what do you say we just purpose in our heart? We're going to live for him. We're not going to be discouraged. We're not going to cast away our confidence. We're not going to get tired of going to church. We're not going to get tired of being in prayer and in praise. We're going to move on and we're going to go on from glory to glory because we're under the shadow of El Shaddai. Hallelujah. Now notice this last verse, Isaiah 25, in verse 4. It says, For thou has been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat, when the blast of the terrible ones he is a when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. Question mark, is he rest in distress? Is he shadow from the heat? I submit to you this morning, when you're under his shadow, that means that he is over you, covering you, and that means that you and I overcome. Amen? So we do overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Are you prepared to receive communion today? Pastor Tom is coming. Let's just worship the Lord. And I guess, you know, you could talk all day long about being under the blood. And when you're under the blood, you overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. Amen. So there's a lot in the word over that. Now, regardless whether or not I continue to preach on under and over, you look in the word. There's a lot of good things, a lot of good scriptures about being under. And when you get under, it'll put you over. Amen. Praise the Lord.